How's it going, all of our human beings? Welcome back to another episode of What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. I'm your host, Adam. And I'm your other host, Liz. And if you enjoy a podcast where one of the hosts has a canker sore on the tip of his tongue, well, you're in the right spot because that's what I'm going to give you for the next hour or so. Or so. It's awesome. I have a little bit of a canker sore. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at my lines because, like, I can barely hear myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. How about that? Test. Test. No, not really. Okay. Well, but speak. Whatever. No, it's fine. I'm just like, you know. Talk talk from your diaphragm. That's in. I don't even know what that means. It's in your butt. No, it's I, not. I, it says speak from your diaphragm. Speak from your butt. No. That's how we got in this situation in America. A lot of people <laughs> spoke from their diaphragms. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, North Dakota's hot again. Just for today. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah, but it's. It's warm again. Yeah. It is 85 degrees Fahrenheit. And then tomorrow it's going to be 60 degrees Fahrenheit. Woohoo! So it's like, oh my goodness, it's what like is a happening? Little, little peak of heat. Low peak of heat. Well, it's just like in the spring when you're go- trying to go into spring and it's coming out of winter. Yeah. You have those random like freezing cold days still. You know, it happens when, yeah. you're, when you're leaving the extreme seasons. True. It happens where you get like a couple days of like that again. Yeah, but it's it's pretty hot. But I was wearing a hoodie all week. Yeah. So I wouldn't say pretty hot. It's just uncomfortable when you live in an upstairs apartment. So the heat rises mm-hmm. into the apartment, which is fantastic. Yeah. And we only have the wear- one air conditioner. It's been a while since we turned on the AC. It has. We haven't had the AC on in at least a week and a half, two weeks. I know. But here we are. Uh, but I wanted to start things off by reading a tweet uh, that I just learned about uh, <laughs> right before we started recording. Yeah. Now, before I read this, uh, I need my two shots of vodka. I was wondering. I'm like, you're not drinking? Yeah. Like, you're not having, like, you didn't have any water or anything. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, my two shots of vodka right here. No, um, more than two shots. Uh, okay, maybe it's three shots. <laughs> Five. Um <laughs> So this was written by Jen Coles at Jen Coles 9 on Twitter, who said, this is the man who excommunicated me. I have no words. Now, if you don't know what excommunicated means, uh, it's in the Catholic Church, uh, where basically a priest or something or other, a bishop, a dog, whatever, will... Someone of high power in the Catholic Church. Will not only ban you, like, it's basically saying ban you, but also... No, you cannot have any kind of communication with anybody in the church. People from the church mm-hmm. can't communicate to you. You're basically just, you know, you die of existence. Yeah, and if anyone does communicate with you, they're basically damning themselves. Yes. So, uh, Denkels writes, or she quote tweets, saying, The man who excommunicated me, I have no words. So, let me take a little bit of sippy so here. Lovely. So, by the way, I have whiskey now. Um, I just won vodka tonight. <laughs> so, um, this is, uh, I won't say his ad. You can just, yeah, whatever. So, this is probably a bishop or something, something or other. <laughs> the unholy trinity of mandatory masks. Uh, and then he does, does parentheses after he does all these three, mm-hmm. right? The unholy trinity of mandatory masks, parentheses, the forced covering of the image of God, vaccines parentheses, the forced violation of the body as the temple of the Holy Spirit and CRT, which I learned. I was like, I was thinking CRT, like CRT TVs, uh, crucial racial theory, like uh, basically saying that um, people really need to think about, you know, race equality mm-hmm. in this country. Gotcha. That That's just the iceberg. So okay. uh, crucial racial theory. Uh, human-defined self-righteousness, which is like, what are you talking And then he ends it by saying, seems to be the new state-sponsored religion. Don't bow. Worship Christ alone. So basically he's saying, um, let's go through this trinity right here. Mandatory masks, which, um, you know, I flip-flop on because, l- l- let's face it here, the masks have helped. Yeah. But I hate the way that they are enforced. It's almost like saying, like, it's not what you said. It's the way you said it. Mm-hmm. Basically, when the masks first came out, 
Uh, they kept changing the rules, like saying like, oh, masks, you know, we encourage it. Then it's masks only. Now it's cloth masks. Now it's uh, disposable and cloth masks. Then it's it's kind of like, oh, like you can't do it outside. It's it's kind of like the way they're saying it. Yeah. Then I'm like flip-flopping on. I'm just like, okay, just stick to your guns or don't. Remember that short time where it was a double mask? Well, that's why I said the cloth and the disposable. Oh, I thought you meant, okay. Yeah, that's a double masking. You gotcha. wear the disposable mask and then a cloth mask on top of it. Gotcha. Um, so it's just the way they're saying it. But do I care about wearing a mask? No, I, I, I really don't care. Uh, vaccines, the forced violation of the body in the temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, okay. Um, Y'all take Tylenol? Yeah. Like, I'll honestly. Take anything. Like, like and it, depending on how you think about vaccines, yeah. taking the vaccine is worshiping the temple yeah because you that and if you support vaccines you're taking care of your temple and keeping it healthy Mm. and that's the thing is that like really don't don't try to pretend that you're super spiritual here like don't try to pretend that you do not even go near western medicine yeah right i want i want to be in this guy's house and if there's any sort of western developed anything in his house it's it's eastern all the way I'm from the East Coast. I'm going Eastern medicine, whatever, East for life, gang up. But so, (laughs) but yeah, saying it's like, oh, force violation of body temple. Take any sort of Western medicine, you're done. Yeah, exactly. Game over. Um, And CRT. So I want to Google real quick CRT. Uh, What is critical race theory and why is it under attack? Okay, so I want to just like, Go uh like what it is um just what it's okay. Critical race theory is an academic concept that is more than forty years old. The core and idea is that race is a social construct. Fair enough, and this right and that racism is not merely the product of individual bias or prejudice, but also something embedded in legal systems and policies. The basic tenets of the critical race theory or CRT. Uh, emerged out of a framework for legal analysis in the late 1970s, early 1980s, created by legal scholars Derek Bell, Kimberly Crenshaw, and Richard Delgado, among others. So basically saying that, hey man, uh, racism is deeply rooted in our legal systems, it's systemic, Mm -hmm. Um, it's not just an individual racism, but it's within the core of, uh, of the people within this country. Yeah. So when he says that, like, oh, CRTs, uh, critical race theory, uh, human defines self-righteousness. <laughs> it says, don't bow, worship Christ alone. Be ra- as racist as you want to be. Yeah. Worship Christ alone. Ah! Yeah. So much wrong. Let me get your thoughts as as someone who I hope disagrees with him. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I disagree with him. Yeah. Basically. I mean, there's not really much else to say. Yeah. It's just wild. Like, like He's really stretching, like it's such covering a the image of God. It's like, what? Yeah, How um, about covering my mouth so I don't get germs on you. Exactly. Like we wear clothes. You yeah. I see your profile picture here. You're wearing clothes. You're covering the image of God. And when Adam and Eve ate the fruit, mm-hmm. they covered themselves. Yeah, like like we've been doing it since the beginning of time. We cover ourselves. My man, also... Your face is not the only part that's formed after God. <laughs> also saying it like a uh, forced violation of the temple of... Bo- Bro, you're a, you're a bigger dude. I don't think you take care of yourself anyway. You're- yeah, it doesn't seem like you're... You, all that bacon... All that bacon... <laughs> I'm just saying, all that bacon yeah. isn't worshiping your temple. Like, honestly, uh, if we like, go... Cause, and he's in the right age group. Yeah, boomer that, group. Yeah, yeah, where they don't eat great they weren't raised mm-hmm. to eat healthy and exercise regularly the way that we were right even we are right on the edge of that we had kind of were on the edge where we taught ourselves right like but that age group oh my gosh no yeah so they like just... invented diabetes oh my god <laughs> um yeah no it's just, um there, there's a lot to go off of but yeah no i just saw that and i just had to read it out loud so the the force the, the force masks and the vaccines yeah. and the CRT. I don't want to be racist, <laughs> Jeremy, 
and unvaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to church, everybody. Um, I don't know. In the way I see it as um as a man of a Christian faith, uh, God bless. Mm -hmm. But as a man who has served in ministry, in church ministry, and is prophetically Christian, it, it's like you what is the Ten Commandments? Okay. So let's go over the Ten Commandments here, right? So number one is, you know, thou shalt only worship one God. Uh number two is like no false idols. Number three, uh, you know, number three is um oh man, I'm losing. But number four is uh remember the covenant. Number three. Oh, thou shalt not, not take the Lord's name in vain is number three. Then we get so these are the first four, mm -hmm. right? First four about obeying God, but the rest yeah. is about <laughs> your life, your humankind, not yeah. just your life, but humankind. Yeah. Uh, number five is honor thy father and thy mother. Bang. Awesome. Uh, number six. Hey, man, don't murder people. Yeah. Hey, man, just just don't don't be don't murdered. Do yeah. Um, number number seven is don't commit adultery. Hey, man, you're married. Don't cheat on Stay your wife. That way. <laughs> hey, man, just be good to your lady yeah. or your man. Whatever. Just yeah. stop it. Now. Uh, number eight. Don't steal from people. Hey, man. Stop. <laughs> uh, number nine. Don't bear false witness. Hey, man. Don't don't be. Stop with the false news. Stop with the. Don't lie. Stop that. Or the allegations that CRT is bad. Hey. Stop. And number 10. Don't covet. Hey, man. Just because. You're seeing me, Adam, of what's the biz, and you see my pectoris abs. Don't be coveting my abs. I'm not committing adultery. I got them abs. Just kidding. I got a beer keg as a billy. No, uh, you do not. I got the Hungarian gut. That's the thing. It's just like, I got a core, but the hung But it's invisible. Yeah. Uh, Hungarians are not really known to have- Like, if Adam were to- like really grow his abs mm -hmm. it would look like a belly but yeah. it'd be like a rock hard belly <laughs> i have before and it's always yeah. turned out that way um not to say it's like oh do you want abs it's like no i just want to be strong i guess uh but yeah like so first four of the ten commandments like hey man i'm god just chill and obey me okay mm -hmm. and then the rest of them six of them more be than a good half person just hey man stop stop don't be a dick. And even further, when uh, the lawyer came up to Jesus and said, hey, uh, what is your favorite commandment? Or like, what's the best commandment? Which commandment should I follow out of the Ten Commandments, right? So first and foremost, we're, we're coming out of Leviticus and we're coming out of uh, Jewish law that was just hundreds of different rules. Mm -hmm. And then God came down and said, I know you can't follow all these rules. Here's ten Okay, can, can you, you do these? Can you follow ten? Four of them being just me, six of them being about your neighbor here. Yeah. And then the lawyer comes up to Jesus, you know, the you know, the Hebrew uh lawyers to say, like, hey man, I have this Ten Commandments, which should I follow the most? And it's just like Jesus, is like, there's two that you really need to follow. They're both equal. Okay, okay, we'll go down from hundreds, we'll go down from ten. I'm gonna give you two. Jesus is saying, like, Love like the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and spirit. And also, love your neighbor as you like yourself. Mm -hmm. Which, like me, I have depression, but, you know, that's, that's, not, that's not the point. But you also have a crazy ego. I do have a crazy love ego. Love everyone like that side of yourself. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, love your neighbor like you like yourself. Don't be, like, doing loopholes like, what does that mean? No, just, like, like your neighbor. Treat each other the way you would like to be treated. It's just... Like, Jesus is like, okay, listen, y'all can't even follow 10. Okay, I'm going to break it down to two. Mm -hmm. Love God, love people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, then this guy over here, and there's many other people who. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Which is, I. that's why I'm not saying he's at. You can fight it yourself. I really don't care. But that's why I'm not saying he's at. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many people that are just like. They they see these two commandments that Jesus gave to them and just said, like, oh, yeah, love God, so no masks. No. I'm like, you can't even follow two. Two. They look too deeply at it. Yeah, it's just they like, think way too much about it. It's like, no, just 
go to church. Yeah. Say thank you, God. Like if Jesus came down. And then like just don't be a dick. Like honestly, if Jesus came down and all these people are just like, oh yeah, we're we're loving you, God. We're loving you. And and Jesus would be like, okay. You didn't like your neighbor. Okay. I gave you from hundreds to ten to two. Do I have to put it down into one sentence? Love God, love people. Love no love people, love God. Okay. People first. But but God first. Okay, they're the same. Listen. And it's just like I okay, so I love reading the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Uh they're all depictions of when Jesus walked on earth. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is just annoyed with people. He's constantly trying to dumb everything down. For He's them. always trying to dumb things down. There's this one passage in the gospels where <laughs> the disciples are trying to heal a sick man and they're coming up to Jesus like Jesus like we can't do it. I don't understand why we can't do miracles. And Jesus literally goes like how long do I have to be here? <laughs> he goes like, how? Hey, man. I should be retired by now. I should be up in heaven. I should have been. Listen, okay, bring the, bring the kid here. What? How long do I got to be here? How many times do I need to show you this? And then, like, there's this other passage where they're riding on the boats uh, across the Sea of Galilee. And Jesus is trying to put a metaphor out there saying, hey, uh, hey, man, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, meaning, like, it's a metaphor. Beware of, like, the behoovements of the of the Pharisees of you know highly yeah. religious people like hey man they're puffing themselves up be careful of that and the disciples goes like oh leaven does he mean bread did we not bring enough bread and Jesus goes like my man <laughs> like my man just sit down okay yeah. do I have to break this down again he actually had so many stories like okay let me try to explain this. <sighs> It's like this, and he would go on an analogy, and just like, I feel like if Jesus came down into these highly religious people, and he gave the two commandments, love God, love people, and the mandatory masks and the vaccines is loving others, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not getting them sick, it's not getting them to die, it's, you're not going around life irresponsibly. I didn't even touch on CRT because that's a whole different separate thing. Love people. Love all races. Critical race theory. Hey, man, there's something wrong with our legal system. Like, oh, self-righteousness. Hey, man, we're just following God's orders here. We're loving people. Yeah. We like all races here. We like all. We we like people. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what your, your creed, your background, your sexual orientation, your race, whatever. Hey, man. We like people here. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like, it's frustrating for me. But it's not even, that's the thing. He's not even saying you have to like everyone. He doesn't right. say that. You don't have to like everyone. It's literally, yeah. don't be a dick. That's it. Like, like, just, even if you don't like them, just ignore them then. Yeah, that's it. It's just, just like, it's just like, shush. Shush. It's like follow that 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 mom's rule. If you don't have anything nice to say, mm-hmm. don't say it at all. Just keep to that. Yeah, you're good. There's even a passage where, um, this is in Paul's letters to other churches. And Paul's in prison, writing all of this, and and Paul writes down, uh, like, hey, listen, if you're a meat lover, that's great. But if you're around somebody that's trying to abstain from meat, mm-hmm. it's don't be eating meat in front of them. Yeah, don't be an asshole. Like yeah. that, that's pretty much it. Don't like, try and tempt them with meat. Like, yeah, don't try let them not eat meat. And that's the thing. There's a lot of people. For me, with the masks, it's just kind of like, I'll take them, I'll leave them. Yeah. If you tell me you have to wear a mask out of respect for people, guess what? Masks are going on. Yeah. Like some people are comfortable with me wearing a mask and they're they feel a lot more safer. And it's just like that's respecting people. Yeah. You know? Whereas, like, there are times where, like, I'm wearing a mask and I'm the only one. Yeah. And I'm so scared someone's going to come up to me and, like, yell at me for wearing a mask. Exactly. Yeah. Which has happened to me before. At, really? Uh, oh, oh, Gracie's? Well, at work. Yeah. Yeah, Gracie's. Yeah. Um, not well, that's, con- that's just them being stupid. Like, that's, like, a rule of your place. I mean, like, when I'm walking around the mall. No, 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 no. Not even no rule. I'm just talking about, like, this is, like, post, like, the masks thing. No, I'm saying, like... You don't have a choice when you're at work wearing a mask. Yeah. Whereas, okay. like, when I'm walking around the mall by myself. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. worried about, like, something like that. Yeah. 
I don't know. And I know some people might say it's like, oh, I don't, do you disagree with masks? I'm not disagreeing with him. I'm just saying it's like, if you tell me I need to wear masks, if you, okay, let's put it this way. If scientists who have studied these things for their entire lives are telling me to wear a mask, I'm going to wear a mask. If scientists have said to me, hey, we've done more research, masks don't help, don't wear a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. But if you're in a room with someone who's not comfortable with you not wearing a mask, yeah, you're going to put one on. And that's the, and that's the bare thing. It's just like whether a scientist says so or not, if someone is just merely uncomfortable with mm-hmm. me, me not having a mask, I'll wear a mask. Yeah. I don't care. That's like you going into someone's home who has a certain religion where you need to do certain things in their home. Yeah. And just blatantly not doing them. Yeah. That's I, the same level of disrespect. I grew up in... uh. You know, mostly it was the Chinese district mm-hmm. district of Philadelphia. That's and what so, I was thinking. Exactly. So whenever I entered one of my friends' homes, mostly it was a shoeless household. Yeah. A lot of it was a shoeless household. I'm not going to be like, well, I like my shoes on. Freedom. God bless America. And it's just like, yeah. no, it's your home. You're, you know, that's that's the thing. Also, there's a purpose. You don't want mud tractor around your house. Yeah. I'm respecting you as a human being. Shoes come off. Yeah. <laughs> you might not like my foot odor because I was a teenager, but here we are. <laughs> but that's, that's just it. It's just like, but like that's the difference. Like in my family, yes, you didn't take your shoes off unless you were like welcome there. Right. Like you didn't just walk into some stranger's house and take your shoes off. It's the polar opposite. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it's just two completely different cultures. Yeah. Uh, just respect that. That's all. That's the thing. We, we're a shoeless household. Um, yeah. I don't know. We just... But, but like, not in so much a way that I, like, force people to take their shoes off. No. No. It's just, like, I don't wear shoes. You don't wear shoes in the house. Also, uh, we hate shoes. Yeah, well, well, I like shoes. Yeah, you like shoes. But uh, not as much. My dad likes shoes. Yes. My dad literally will just chill around the house in sneakers. Yeah. And we just sit there like, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Take your shoes off. You know, it's just mostly not tracking dirt, dirt in the house. Yeah. So there's two reasons why I don't wear shoes. It's because... Um, dirt, and now we are upstairs neighbors twice in a row. Yeah, and I don't want to be responsible for being boom, boom, boom. Yeah, because you're in sneakers. Exactly. So you know, as little sound as I can possibly control. Again, mm-hmm. love people, respect for them, being respectful. As I'm yelling in a podcast. Yeah, but we're <laughs> in a sound controlled room. Yes, it's not that late at night. Right, and that's the thing. It's just like I just. Respect people, man. Yeah. Like, Jesus comes and down here. I think that's here. why we get so annoyed when, pe- when like, other people, mm-hmm. like, are noisy and stuff. Because it's like, why is it so hard I don't to know. be respectful? And that's the thing. That's why I ever see these, like, ideals from church people, man. Mm-hmm. It's And then, here's the thing. They'll have these ideas in their head, and they'll say it out loud. Like, oh, I hate this. And then, at the same time, why is our attendance so low? Why has attendance dropped? Is it because the Holy well, the Spirit? All the millennials are lazy. All the millennials are lazy. The Holy Spirit is not taking over the millennials' hearts. No, you're being a dick. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's all it comes down <laughs> that's to. That's all it is. That's all it comes down to. Whereas a lot of churches that I worked with, I was growing my youth ministry at a much higher rate than the senior ministry. Yeah. And they didn't like that. No. <laughs> They described it as like you're on an island by yourself, and I'm just like, come join me. Yeah, I will teach you. Like yeah. honestly, it's just like I always grew my youth ministries. Why? Because I didn't treat my teenagers like they were dopes. Yeah. That's it. You know, I treated they them didn't like even people. Treat teenagers like dopes. They treated them like these like alien monsters. Yeah, that can't be understood or controlled. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my goodness, dude. Um. No, yeah, it's just, it's baffling to me that it's coming out of Christian leaders. It's baffling and then not surprising at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, what baffles me is that they, they say these things and then they say, why attendance so low? Yeah. Why why attendance low? Why attendance so low? And just, like, do the math. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me. That's, that's just me. So, um... What else? Uh, I I have something I wanted to say, but like I I've been taking the floor for a while. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Um, I'm ready for vacation. Already, we are on vacation. We 
you talking about? It's a staycation. This is not a staycation. We moved to North. It's a weekend. No, it's North Dakota. No, I'm working. In North Dakota. That's not a vacation. If I'm working, it's not a vacation. Welcome to North Dakota. Vacation Central. I mean, I'm very happy. It is definitely like getting to fall weather here. Oh, yeah. Like, other than this weekend, like I said, I wore, I like opened the windows every day this week, but I had to wear a hoodie and socks because Mm -hmm. it was so cold. Yeah. So I was really happy about that. I am super pumped Mm -hmm. to get pumpkins. Yes. And carve them and super pumped for the holidays. Mm -hmm. But I'm excited because it's like, we talk to someone and they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to start snowing in like beginning of October. We're like, what? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they're all just like, oh, wait for the imminent weather. I'm just like, that's why I moved here. <laughs> it's why we moved here. I'm so excited. Yeah. Everybody keeps telling me, it's like, oh, wait for winter. You're going to hate it. I'm like, that's why I moved here. Yeah. Like I could have moved to Colorado. I could have moved to Michigan. I could have moved anywhere. I know we are aware what we signed up for and we're pumped like that's the thing whenever i say to locals like yeah i just moved here for no reason i just really want to be out here like oh wait till the winters i'm like do you not think i did my research yeah it's like one thing if like your job was like hey we're transferring you to north dakota have fun why not like okay yeah we might not have done that much research because we didn't have a choice in the matter yeah but we chose where we were moving Mm -hmm. and we chose here because it gets cold so fast yes and stays cold for long Mm -hmm. and it snows it snowstorms in May. I'm going to have a white Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yay. And that's the thing. It's just like, I don't know. I, I like a good winter, not like Pennsylvania's winters. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania winter it's is- depressing. It's awful. It's so bad. Like, that's the thing. It's like, oh, it gets really cold. Okay. You want to know about Pennsylvania winter? Sure. It's like, oh, it gets a little bit cold out here. Brr, I got to put on a bigger coat. No. Pennsylvania winter, it snows and melts. It just, it's slush. It's and then gray. It's gross, and then you can't see the road because everything is wet. It's a wet cold versus it takes a them dry cold. It to plow the roads because they're not prepared when it does snow a lot. Pennsylvania winter is the absolute worst. Mm-hmm. And like I said, people have been telling me, like, oh, it's a dry cold out here. I'm like, what does that mean? Well, in Pennsylvania, it's a wet cold. That means when the wind hits you, it cuts your face. Yes, it does. And it totally does. Whereas out in North Dakota, it's a dry winter. So it can be 30 degrees out and you can still wear shorts. Yeah. You know, um, it doesn't matter too much. It's not murder winter. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. It's just like, it's a it's a breezy winter. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. When they're saying like, oh, wait till winter, I'm begging for winter. Yeah. We can't wait to experience winter. Mm-hmm. Like, but even if it's not a great, like we're just really excited to experience it because that's like the big thing in North Dakota. Like, yeah, summer, spring, mm-hmm. fall, blah. But like winter, it's winter for like nine months out of the year here. Yes. So why wouldn't we be excited for that? Exactly. And we're, there's definitely towns we want to explore. There's so much oh to do gosh. in North Dakota. Yes. It's so much to do. I feel like there's way more here than anywhere we have ever moved to. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, out like of- we just feel. It's, we were just talking about this like the other day. It's like, it's really crazy how this place feels so much like home. Mm-hmm. Like we've only lived here a month and a half. Yeah. And it just feels like home. Like we can't imagine living mm-hmm. anywhere else. Like, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't even move to like a couple blocks over to Minnesota. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to do that. I want to live in North Dakota. I want to live in this area. Yes. You know? It's nice. I like it. It's very nice. It's to the point where I want to bring everybody I know just to explore North Dakota. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I get it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I even before we moved here, I was excited for people to come visit. Because, like, Mm -hmm. when we told people we were moving to North Dakota, they were like, why? Like, they were so confused. And, like, I understood they hadn't done the research we did. And even after we told them, they never going to do the amount of research I did. Right. So... They they don't get it, so it's like I get so excited for people to come visit, so I can show them and like, look, this is why we wanted to live here. Yeah, like this is so great. The food is awesome in Fargo. Every single restaurant mm-hmm. we've ever gone to, I'm talking about Chinese takeout. I'm talking about seafood places. I'm talking about pubs. I'm talking about just uh, Culver's, the fast food place. Oh my gosh, Culver's best. I yes. love Culver's. That's the thing. I'm talking like a wide variety of different things. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them are yeah, clutch. It's not just like the nice places to eat. It's right. everything. It's fast food. 
it's Chinese takeout. It's the sit-down restaurants. It's mm-hmm. everything is so good. And they have like really good ideas here. Mm-hmm. The cafes are great. Yeah. They're just uh, so nice. That's the thing is that I'm learning about um not like we're really at my place of work, we're really amping up like our taste or or everything, our mm-hmm. coffee brew, the the tea we're bringing in because the competition for coffee shops are oh here gosh, yeah. are high. Mm-hmm. Like they're super high. It breeds competition with yeah. coffee out here. And it's just like, if you're not the best, like put it this way. If you're thinking about opening up a coffee shop in downtown Fargo, you better have a unique idea, a unique idea or the best taste or you're mm-hmm. run out of business because that's just it. It's like it, it breeds so much competition yeah. because it's a college town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally most people start Drinking coffee in college. Exactly. So you got, you know, my place. You got uh, the places downtown. You got, uh, mm-hmm. like, other areas. And you got big places like Caribou Coffee and Starbucks to yeah. compete with. You got North Star. You got you got a lot of people mm-hmm. that you're just trying to compete with. Yeah. Um, And that's just this. It. It's like it breeds so much good competition. Mm-hmm. There's a record store here that's really awesome. Oh, my gosh. There's a dog. There's a there's a store dog. There's a lot of store dogs around they here. They are. There's a lot of like dog friendly mm-hmm. places, which is really nice. So it's a record store slash tabletop gaming. Mm-hmm. So one half is vinyl records, the other half is tabletop gaming, and there's a dog that greets you. Yes, literally, we walked in. The dog walked up to us. Yes, and then he checked us out. It's like okay, and he walked away. And then when we were looking around, mm-hmm. he came over to us. It's like, everything good here? Everything good. And then we're like, oh, hi. And we pet him and he walk away. And he just walks away. I'm just like, hey, Bubba. And he's like, okay, just, just checking. That's fine. Yeah. And like, he walks, walks away. He literally just works there. Yeah. And he just sits in front of And then when we the- left, he just sat in front of the door, people watching, waiting for people to come in. Mm-hmm. It was adorable. He was great. Yeah. But yeah, it's a great record store. Uh, unfortunately, it closes like right after... Liz yeah, we can on. literally only go there on like Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, but it is what it is. So, but yeah, but it's, it's a just, nice treat to go. Yeah, there's just so much to do mm-hmm. here, and it's like we only like only hit the the tip of the iceberg of North yeah. Dakota. And there's more to do in the winter. There's going to be an ice skating rink in Broadway Square. Yes. There's the Plains Art Museum. Yes, we haven't gone there. We have not gone there. We haven't gone to Jamestown yet. We We're haven't gone to. Uh, Valley City. We yeah. haven't gone to. Um, there's another place that's um, near we us. We haven't gone to Bonanzaville. We haven't gone to Bonanzaville. I just. So I know there's much. other things here, but I forgot them already. It's amazing here. Yeah. And people are just like, people constantly ask, like, you still like it out there? You still like it? You still like it? And I'm just like, there's multiple people that ask me. I'm yeah. like, yes, it's amazing. I want to stay here for the rest of my life. Yeah. We made the right choice. Yeah. I love it. Give me, give me, give me. There give me is. Most- a reason we were called out here. Yeah. And I think it was just God saying like, okay, mm-hmm. I know you guys have been through some things. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Put it this way. Here you go. Here, Here's my present to you for dealing with all of that. Like I moved out of Philadelphia when I was 25. I'm 30 now. And it feels like probably in, in, in the increments of the five years I've had. So I've had. Six. I've already talked about this on the podcast. In the six increments of five years I've had in my life, this is the worst. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yes, our marriage, sure. Like our wedding day, but that's included. Like we we moved out, and it's just like it was right there, and that's when mm-hmm. it started. I was like, oh my goodness, there's just so many ups and downs. And yeah. Like finding things out and like uh, infertility, we found out about, yeah. and moving to Long Island, moving back to Lancaster, moving to. Uh, North Dakota, like it was just so many things all happening all at once. Yeah. Um, my childhood dog died. Um, my dad mm-hmm. died, which you know I didn't cry on that one. My grandfather died. Uh, th- again, yeah. there's just so many things within the past five years of my life and past five years of your life that I'm just like, okay, I need to calm down. And people are just like, oh, where are you going to go next? I'm like, I don't want to go anywhere else. I want to stay here. Like, we're, we're, as as far as we're concerned, we are not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, sure, it's tempting to go to Colorado, especially after I beat uh, Life of Strange True Colors. Yeah. It's tempting to go about a lot of other places mm-hmm. because we are, our, our past five years has made us very adventurous people. Yes. We like to, in, we like to, you know, mm-hmm. 
learn all these new things and visit these places and stuff. What? My quota. I need to meet it. I need to meet you it. You don't have to be rude and interrupt me, though. I have to. No. I need a. I need a quota. Apologize. For I never apologize. Apologize for interrupting me. You don't have to apologize for what you said. Okay. I'm sorry for what the way I said it, but I'm not apologizing for what I said. Okay. As close, I as close I, enough. As I said in in this podcast, I don't apologize for anything. But here we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But we have been made to be very adventurous people in visiting different places and everything. Yes. And so it's still tempting to like, let's move to Colorado next. Let's yeah. move to Oregon. Let's move to Montana. Like, yeah. things like that. But at the same time, literally moving here almost killed us. Yeah. <laughs> Physically, it almost killed us. Like, it's it was bad. But I literally got hit by a truck. You got hit by a truck. <laughs> It was bad, but, you know, it doesn't mean that adventures are over. It just means that... Shorter adventures. It like, just it just means we're looking to settle somewhere. We're looking to settle somewhere, and the adventures can take place on vacations. Yes. Like, again, like, having infertility and dealing with that, sometimes you have to look for the positives, and the positives are being able to move to your spur of the moment, mm-hmm. being able to take a vacation, you know... For a week and go somewhere far away. Yes. You know, those are those small things that we can try and enjoy despite not having kids while also still trying to work towards that goal of having kids. Mm -hmm. So. So I wanted to talk about something. Okay. By the way, uh, Strange Cast is back. Yay. Yay. Me and Adnan are doing Strange Casts. Mm -hmm. I'm like, we're going on like his schedule. I'm Mm -hmm. not rushing him. I'm just like, hey. I will be here when you need me. You make this schedule work something out because not only am I six hours behind him, but our work schedules are completely different. Mm -hmm. So like my days off are not his days off. So I'm just like, listen, you let me know when you're feeling like an episode and I will work something out Mm -hmm. and we'll do something, you know? So the first episode came out, which, um, Webb, who is the, um, uh, production or, or performance, uh, engineer, I guess you could say, uh, but the the performance uh, director of yeah. Life Strange True Colors liked the episode a lot. He's like, "Oh, your kind of words really spoke to me. I'm I'm crying right now, and I mean, put me into a coma for how no, much he made me said. cry." He said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he said he said he said he went into a coma basically. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, all that to say is that part of the episode. I did say something that was a bit controversial to a lot of people, and I'm going to explain myself. I said that Life is Strange True Colors is my definitive favorite Life is Strange game. Yeah. And everybody's like, over Life is Strange Original? Over Life is Strange Original. And they're just like, I don't know if I can. And there was actually a comment on YouTube that said, like, I, I refuse to say that something's better than Life is Strange 1. And that's the thing. That's the problem with a lot of people who are like, yeah. OG fans is that they feel like they're gonna lose their um uh, fandom card mm-hmm. if they say that one thing's better than the original, you know? Yeah. Especially in Assassin's Creed. Like you can say you can say anything's better than Assassin's Creed one. Assassin's Creed one doesn't count. Talking about Assassin's Creed two, where that really became the definitive Assassin's Creed game. So mm-hmm. to say anything was better than Assassin's Creed two, you're like, oh, you're a fake fan. You know? Mm-hmm. To say anything's better. You're just like, oh, you're going to lose your Phantom card. Here's the thing. Life is Strange True Colors impacted me and stuck with me in a way that no other Life is Strange game ever did. Mm -hmm. Life is Strange 1, I very much appreciated. I think it was a great game. Mm -hmm. I thought the story was great, but I didn't really connect with it like you did. Exactly. Whereas this one, it really, really just tugged at my heartstrings Mm -hmm. a lot. And for me personally... Every single part of this game, I'm like, I didn't have a problem with it. I want to replay it. I keep thinking about it. I want to live in Haven. I want to be Haven. So it's just like, for me, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not afraid to lose my fan card of Life yeah. is Strange. I'm going to say that Life is Strange True Colors is my favorite yeah. Life is Strange game. But uh, I also said that I really like Before the Storm. Same mm-hmm. team, Deck Nine. So Deck Nine really knows how to make a Life is Strange game. So... Um, uh, 
but you also beat it without any spoilers. Where does it rank for your Life is Strange games? Is it does it beat OG or does it stay below it? To me, it's in second. Okay. And it's not even like I'm choosing the first one because of like what you said, where it's like, oh, I'm scared. I'm going to like not be considered a fan. But you really connected with the OG. I did. And I really love True Colors. Like it is a very extremely close second, like almost tied for first. Yes. Um, Because I really did like it. I did connect with it as well because I am very similar to Alex. Yes. In personality where it's like. Dorky, but also shy. Dorky, shy very empathetic Mm -hmm. and like i just connect with her really well and that's why i think it's so close to first like i honestly would probably make them tied for first yeah for different reasons i said that on the show at first i was just like ah it's tied for first but the more i talked about the more i thought about i'm like no i i like it better yeah i i to me i honestly think they're tied for first i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. both of them yes because i connected with them like Max and Chloe reminded me of my two personalities. Yes. <laughs> but also of me and my best friend. Mm-hmm. And me and Lena have been best friends for as long as we can remember. Mm-hmm. So we just say we've been best friends for however old we are. So for almost 28 years. Yeah. So it just reminded me of that. And so, like, I've really connected with that. And I just, I got their choices. Like, I remember you playing the first mm-hmm. one. I'm just like, no, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> that's not how best friends work. Like, you're just wrong. <laughs> And that's the thing. I didn't connect with it in that way, you know? Whereas, and like I said, with True Colors, I am so similar to Alex. If I were to get some natural born superpower, that would be it. Mm -hmm. Because I do, I always think of someone else's feelings and not my own. Yeah. (laughs) Because who cares about mine? (laughs) (laughs) But like, I'm just very similar to Alex and her personality. Like, I'm outgoing once you get to know me. Mm -hmm. But when we first meet, I'm going to sound a little awkward. (laughs) See, I relate to Alex a lot because of uh, her her aura power, her emotional mm-hmm. power. Uh, not to say that like I also have a superpower, but <laughs> I really do go off of the read of the room or the mm-hmm. read of a person. Yeah. So if someone's feeling super angry, it does throw off my own vibe. And not to yeah. say it's like I'm one of those people, like the spiritual people, like your aura is off. I'm like, no, I'm not trying to say that. It's just more of just like whenever somebody's like upset, I get very upset. If somebody's really sad in the like gloomy mood, mm-hmm. I really do pick pick up of other people's emotions. Yeah, and it does get me a little bit concerned, which is why I'm so happy and goofy all the time because I I'm I'm trying to avoid the feels. So, <laughs> um, but Liz, you know that about me. It's just kind of like it. Yeah, I read the room too much, and I bring it in and I bring it home. Mm-hmm. Which is why I don't think I was a good youth pastor. I couldn't leave it at work, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do relate a lot to Alex in that way. I loved I loved her and Steph's relationship. I'm going on now my second playthrough. So the first playthrough, I went after Steph. This playthrough, I'm going after Ryan. Mm-hmm. So I want to see how I, I didn't end up hating the Ryan-Alex relationship in the end. I did say on the show that like, oh, Ryan was a bit dull, but I've only seen parts of yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't really get to see like everything. Like, I think if mm-hmm. you choose the Ryan path, Steph and Alex still have that like best friend connection. Yeah. They connect over music and that's fine. Like that doesn't mean they need to date. I'm not saying they can't. They can because yeah. that is a very natural connection in the game. You sure, can tell. it was a magical moment. Yes, Disney esque. Go on. And that's what I'm saying. Like it is a very natural relationship when you're playing the game. It is hard to not be drawn to date Steph. Yes. But when you put in the Alex Ryan, it is still a very sweet relationship. Mm-hmm. So, and you still have that best friendship. Whereas, like, if I feel like when you choose the Steph path, you don't have so much in common with Ryan, right? To continue a friendship with him, like you can still have a friendship, yeah. but it's not as mm-hmm. close as you would be with dating Ryan and being friends with Steph. Yeah, because there's I nothing saw it. drawing you to Ryan other than that he's just a really nice guy that you can see yourself hanging out with. Yeah, because I saw your ending and compared to my ending. And it is very closed off, whereas, like, Ryan is just, like, a dude that just hangs around. Like, Um, he's your friend, but he's not your best friend. Whereas, you can date Ryan, and Steph seems like it'd still be that best friend. Yeah. 
but um, no, no more spoilers. But I, in my opinion, Life is Strange: True Colors is my favorite Life is Strange game. Yeah, yours it's tied. It's tied for the first. But for me, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I don't really care what it says about me. I really yeah. don't care. It's better than the OG. I don't really care. Yeah. And, and I like Breath, uh, Breath of the Wild. I liked Before the Storm. I didn't really so that like one. I did not like Breath of the Wild. Oh, before yeah. the storm. Before the storm, yeah. Um, I know you didn't, but it really spoke to me a lot because mm-hmm. it is about somebody who is in a divorced household. It has abandonment issues and has this crazy kooky friend that you know takes him on hijinks and breaks breaks a glass table. I relate a lot to it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is about the abandonment issues. Yeah, you connect with it. I connected with it a lot. I did not connect with Life Strange 2. I did not like it. No. However, I did speak to Adnan about this um, because Adnan is a uh, Life is Strange 2 stan. So <laughs> he defends his uh, his theory that like Life is Strange 2 is his favorite one. I don't think it's his favorite, but it's close to it. Yeah. But Life is Strange 2 means a lot to him. He tries to get me on board like on the mm-hmm. on the on the bandwagon there. And he did say to him um, over DMs and I'm just like. You know what? In all fairness, in all fairness to Life is Strange 2, it did come out in a in the worst year possible for me. Yes. It came out in 2018. It came like smack dab in the middle of us moving too. Yes. Like it came into moving, trying to adjust to Long Island. Uh, it, it came into like Long Island uh, culture. The, the church was pretty toxic. I was just trying to hold the ministry together. And then they kicked us out. Then they kicked us out. Like, there was, there's a lot going on yeah. within my life. I think I just started uh, Games and Groceries with, with you, yeah? Like, it, around that time. Well, no, because the last one came out after we moved to Pennsylvania. No. Second episode was all about Captain Spirit. So Captain Spirit came out. That was a yeah. demo for Life is Strange That's 2. That's what I mean. The like last episode came out for episode for season two came out after we moved to Pennsylvania. No, 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 no. That's not right. There's no way that's right because um, we d- we were doing we were still finishing our playthrough of Life is Strange chronologically mm-hmm. when we moved to Pennsylvania. We ended it with. Right, but like that, Life is Strange Two had already released when we did the chronological playthrough. I thought we played it for the first time. No, no, um, no, no, because uh, we were playing it chronologically after it came out. Because um, it came out, I'm looking at the release schedule now. So release, uh, Life is Strange Two. So the last episode came out December third, twenty nineteen. Yeah, we oh. had already moved. I was right. Oh yeah, look at that. We moved November of 2019. So yeah, this was in this was right this before was the kickout. This was our last kick year and they kicked us out. Yeah. So it was already a miserable year cuz we were already thinking about leaving. Yep. So in de- and I told them this, in defense of Life is Strange 2, it did come out in a time where our minds were not really looking at something in a good way. Yeah. Because imagine this. All of our date nights, every single one of our date nights... We're spent like, just venting. Just venting about our and situation. And thinking about leaving. And thinking about leaving. And, um, like, other issues that were happening to us personally. And we were just finding out about infertility and mm-hmm. all this stuff. We were we were really hoping for a kid that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, Floki came around. We were stressing about that. We got him right after we moved. We basically, we moved to Long Island, got a house, Mm -hmm. decided to start trying to have kids, and then we got a dog. Yeah. Then the kids never came along. (laughs) So, in defense of Life Exchange 2, it did not come out in a year where we were in, like, the best state of mind. Yeah. So, I will will put it that way. Like, maybe I am more critical about Life Exchange 2. Looking back, Life Exchange 2, it... I, I, it was a good story. Yes. It's the problems were it showed you too much in the trailer. Yes. And the episodes were just so insanely long. Yeah. Those are my only problems with it. The gameplay itself was fine. Mm-hmm. The story was fine. Yeah. It was just such long episodes and you'd be sitting there playing and be like, oh my God, am I almost done? Exactly. Like you would have to plan like your entire night around playing this game. Yeah. And I mean, night meaning like, 
if you start after dinner and you start at like six o'clock, you're still going to be playing at 10 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. No, it was, um, I still have to replay it. I will replay Life Strange 2 now that I'm in a better state of mind. Mm -hmm. I am more jokey. I am more like lighthearted at this point. Uh, I'm more open to say that True Colors is my favorite Life is Strange. So I'm I'm curious now to say that like I'm gonna replay Life Strange too. Maybe I'll like it more. Yeah. But it did not come out in a day where I was just like in the best state of mind. Yeah. Um but yeah, uh just to end this episode, uh one last thing about gaming. Apparently, and I didn't tell you this, so I I'm I'm a big NBA two K fan. Mm-hmm. Like I I pretty much have gotten it every single year up until NBA 2K19, and then I started to like get a little bit more hesitant because mm-hmm. NBA 2K19 was rough. It was bad. Like 18 was a little bit rough around the edges. Then 19 happened, and then it just went downhill from there. Apparently, NBA 2K22 is all around a favorite game with all the fans. Hmm. Shipwreck from CADCast likes it. Agent 00 says, like, it's actually really good. Uh, the reviews are coming out that it's a fantastic game. It's got a great RPG involved with it where you, you don't even just play basketball, but you can go into modeling, go into rapping. You can um, skateboard around. It's There's a okay. lot of things to do with it. I'm just like, oh, it's actually happening. There's a good NBA 2K again, which, okay, controversial take. NBA 2K16 was one of my favorites. NBA 2Ks and everybody's like, oh, that game was trash. I liked it a lot. It was one of my favorites. Get lost, and they're like NBA NBA Two K fifteen was best. That was trash. Um, but that's my controversial take. That's just my little thing. I just mm-hmm. want to say, it does that mean I'm going to buy it? Considering that NBA Two K nineteen, twenty, and twenty one all came to Game Pass. Uh no. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll, I'll wait till it comes to Game Pass, and if I really like it, I'll get it on sale. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna wait until it comes on Game Pass. Yeah. Because like if it's if it's gone on there every single year for the past yeah. like two or three years, mm-hmm. no, I'm not buying it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. why would I? But just to say that like people do like it. Mm-hmm. It's nice. That's nice. It is nice. I'm actually refreshed by that. That's good. We're actually um we're actually getting to some good news now. Yeah. But it's kind of crazy how um we're we're starting to come out of the 2020 state, mm-hmm. you know, like, like people are actually going to sports games now mm-hmm. and people are wearing, not wearing masks and not enforcing masks and people are getting vaccinated, you know, but it feels like nothing happened. Yeah. It's very strange. It is very strange. Life is strange. Life is strange. So you want to end the episode here? I guess. Uh, we're at 53 minutes, but that's okay. Last week was an extra long episode, so yeah. Uh, making up the difference here, you know, we got well, the yeah. week before that was short, so that was. Oh uh, yeah, true. We're trying. We're trapped here. We are. Well, uh, high five me. Well, uh, dang! I thought you were gonna deny me a high five. Why would I deny you? You didn't say anything stupid that would make me deny you. Boobies, high five. No. High five me. No. Can't end the episode. No. Do you agree, boobies? What? Do you agree? Talk about the enchiladas. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, well, high-five me first. No. No, just for enchiladas. All right, good job on enchiladas. High-five me for that. Boobies. (laughs) You're so stupid. You high-five me. I knew you were going to try something (laughs) stupid, but I didn't picture that. I thought you were gonna say something after. <laughs> she she raised her hand like hesitantly. No, no, no seriously, enchiladas, and she just clapped like boobies. Weirdo. Yeah, high you're five. a weirdo. Anyway, so we are we're doing family cooking night on Sundays. Yeah. Yay! And every single Sunday night, me and Liz cook something new, as we said before. And tonight, which is Sunday night. It's beef enchiladas, and they were so good. They were very good. I'm so excited. And you have to keep in mind, we made these with whole wheat tortilla shells. Whole wheat, yep. And vegan Mm -hmm. cheese. Because of you. Because of me, because I can't have dairy. Mm -hmm. And vegan sour cream. Yes. Which... Honestly, as long as you're not like eating a spoonful of it, you can't tell the difference. Yeah, honestly, it does the trick. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good sour cream. I didn't really notice the difference without no. the dairy. 
Which is crazy, because I thought it would be, like, slush. Well, yeah, sometimes when... Because, like, you, you saw that one, like, oat milk yogurt I used the one time. Yeah. That looked like baby food. Yeah, it was not good. And it did not work mm-hmm. in the bake that I used it for. Yes. In fact, it probably made it worse. because okay. it And it didn't look like yogurt. He was licking his bug bites, so... That thing's bad. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it didn't look like yogurt either. Yeah. I don't know what it looked like, but it wasn't yogurt. Mm-hmm. Whereas this sour cream is thicker yes. than normal sour cream. Mm-hmm. I will give it that. But when like you're mixing thick it... thick with double C? No. Oh, okay. But, honestly, like I said, if you're... And it's tofu. It's yeah. like a tofu. Is it? Well, it's called tofuti, so I would assume there's tofu in it. Oh, cool. Um, in some form. Yeah. But, and I mean, tofu's, I think there's a good amount of sour cream recipes with tofu like, but, to make. Anyway, but the sour cream is, like I said, as long as you're not taking like a scoop of it and just eating a spoonful of sour cream, which is weird. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. It, you can't tell. Yeah. It does, it's, it's that nice, cool, mm-hmm. thick cream that kind of yeah. chills things out. It gives it like a base. And it's just so good. And I used a whole bag of cheese. We literally used a whole bag of cheese. It's good, though. It was very good. Yeah. I couldn't finish it, though. Yeah, the enchiladas were fantastic. They were very good. Which makes up for last week, because last week we made Hungarian paprikash, and that... It was still good, but it didn't turn out the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Um. It was edible. It was just like, oh, it's kind of dry. It's, it is I like it, it, but yeah. I like more bland things. But you really like the enchiladas. It was it's your favorite so far. It yes, it definitely was all, was tied with. I can't remember the um, chicken parm chicken parm that well, but I remember we were like blown away by the parm. Mm-hmm. So, but I did. I I like the enchiladas more than I thought I would. Yeah, because I, I was telling you that we don't really get to eat at ethnic places Mm -hmm. because of my allergies and my dairy problems. Like it's just really risky to go to like Indian places and Mexican places because they use a lot of like they, well, Mexican places, there's cheese on everything. Yeah. Like they just put cheese on it. Cheese and sour cream. Yeah. Cheese and sour cream and all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's like really risky for me to go there. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with Indian places, which we haven't really found a way around Indian food because they tend to use a lot of coconut milk. Yeah. Um, we have to figure that out. But we don't get to go to those places because of my allergies because I don't know what's going in the food. Mm-hmm. And, well, Indian places, I feel like, would use more nuts, too. Yes. So it's, like, it's just so complicated. Whereas, like, these dinners are, like, my our opportunity to have those things mm-hmm. because it's controlled in our house. We're buying what goes in it. We can choose what's going in it. Mm-hmm. So... That's what we kind of did. But I've never had enchiladas. So yeah. I was very, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. What if I don't like it? And I loved it. It was perfect. Yeah. It's good. I like enchiladas. Very good. But yeah, so family cooking night. Family cooking night. Yeah. We we'll have, always have a good glass of wine with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, wine stories. Wine stories? I don't know. That's just I already it. told those stories. Well, it's time to end the episode. Yeah. Now I think is a good time. So... Floki's uh Floki's resting now. Floki's ready for bed. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. So we thank you again for listening to this week's uh What's the Biz with Adam and Liz. Uh we we hope you had a wonderful time here. We hope you enjoyed the two conversations we had. Uh religious people and life is strange. So we're hope that <laughs> that's pretty much all we talked about, just I two know. topics and, and I July's. feel like I came in wanting to talk about other things but then you started talking about that and i just forgot yeah what i was gonna talk about but uh but we hope you enjoyed this week's episode we hope to find you in the next episode um also you know like we said before evolt is filmed and slowly being edited because life is crazy is what it is Mm -hmm. but uh, i did start you did start and it's it's gonna be good Mm -hmm. so we're gonna end the episode there Thanks again for listening to this week's one. Hope you're safe out there. Respect all people out there. Please just respect people. It's not that hard. Mask, no mask. As long as it's respecting people, really don't care. Stop stop being that way. Uh, We just want to let you know that God loves you and values you so much. Jesus loves you and values you. 
Uh, no matter what you've done in your life, no matter who you think you are, God values you. And always remember that. And with that said and done, thanks again. We'll see you in the next one. Take care.